Dave. Look at this. We got guys with horns playing. They're playing the fight song right there. Look at this from a fifth floor window at the University of the Arts, the Miriam Theater. Man, that's a big crowd. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy. It was funny. People were making Dawn of the Dead comparisons or zombie apocalypse uh, comparisons as these huge throngs were surging through the streets and climbing fences and coming over. And it looked very much like a World War Z type scene. Ratings are in, <clears throat> down from last year, but still over 100 million people tuned in. Mm. This from 26 minutes ago. Currently, there are no traffic lights or poles outside of City Hall in Philly. They seem to have all been taken down during the night. <laughs> Whoops. Taken down by authorities so they wouldn't get ruined or taken down by revelers? The, the second one. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. You know, it's interesting. Read Sebastian Younger's Tribe, one of the great books to come out in the last, I don't know, how, how much hyperbole do you want? Hundred years. <laughs> uh, really interesting to see. Just People pic- are desperate to band together. Yes, I'm just picturing Philly fans going home and putting a stoplight in their man cave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at this. Ah! Got a school here. It's on the East Coast, New York area, actually, that has done away with their daddy-daughter dance. Uh, you just uh, you stole my thunder. It's spreading across the nation. One of my most cherished memories and uh, pictures, sets of pictures of raising daughters, the daddy-daughter dances are being eliminated in school districts across the country. My brother, too, is one of his favorite things. Because they are exclusionary, and they are, in the words of one activist, really uncomfortable and triggering events. It's interesting to watch a society commit suicide. It is. It is interesting. Uh, they uh, this The official school policy now is no events based on gender. Because obviously, if you have somebody that's not sure of their gender, they will be ruined forever. And so you don't want to have the 99% of people who know what their gender is right. not get to have a daddy-daughter dance. To celebrate, to bond, to have cherished memories, right? You've got to make that 99%, 0.9% pay. For the chance that somebody <clears throat> might be bothered. Theoretically. Because even if you're not sure of your gender, you could easily say, well, you know, it's all right that they do that. I'm not exactly sure where I fit on this. You but know, I'm okay with it, because there might be a lot of people who think that. It's funny, this activist... Uh, wouldn't be a lot of people. There's not a lot of no, people involved, period. Certainly not. It's and, just, and, it is. And it a is. lot of them are so damn misguided, you could turn them around in a, a heartbeat. I love this guy. He, he uh, counters his argument even as he makes it. Jared Fox, the Department of Education's LGBT community li- liaison, quote... Father-daughter dances inherently leave people out, not just because of transgender status, just life in general. These can be really uncomfortable and triggering events. All right, so do- well, yeah, you know what? You know, it's funny. Life in general. You brought up life in general. Not everybody does everything all the time in life in general. And if it's really uncomfortable and triggering for you that somebody else is having a good time, the problem ain't them. It's you, you cuckoo bird. Pick up a book. Hang out with friends. Do whatever you freaking want. Just don't stop other people from living their lives because allegedly it's a tragedy that you're not there. Get over it. God, we're a unbel- we are we are a people that has twisted itself into a pretzel and is now staring up our own heinies looking for meaning. Good lord. 
So, looking at macro politics, I thought this was an interesting article in the New York Times I saw over the weekend. The last two weeks of polls have been great for Republicans. Do they signal a shift? I'll just read you a little of it. Last month, it seemed like Democrats might ride a giant tsunami to control of the House and maybe even the Senate. Now some are wondering if there's a Democratic wave at all. The Democratic advantage on the generic congressional ballot which asks people whether they'll vote for Democrats or Republicans for Congress, has dwindled since the heart of the what? What caused the change? The tax debate in December. Then, nearly all surveys put Republicans behind by double digits. Now poll averages have cut that in half or less. Uh, The question isn't really whether Republican standing has improved recently. It has. The question is whether anyone should care and whether or not it means anything. This is just a blip. On uh, the this this particular person who follows the polls says, "Check back in a month, and we'll see if this is permanent or temporary." It hasn't lasted long enough to to warrant a you know clearly things have changed. But it's pretty interesting. Why one can imagine any number of explanations, but perhaps the best explanation is changing public opinion of the Republican tax plan. In December, polls showed the plan was deeply unpopular. This was the bill when the bill was grinding its way to passage in Congress. And all of the media was characterizing yeah. it in a certain way. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Um, while the bill's supporters were busy negotiating and perpetually disfat- dissatisfied with its latest form and didn't defend it in a meaningful way, most voters thought they would see a tax hike, even though they were probably going to get a tax cut. Why did most voters think they were going to get a tax hike Why? when in reality they were going to ta- get a tax cut? Because freaking Nancy Pelosi and everyone in the media was telling you that every day, despite any expert analysis. Right, that 80-plus percent of people would get a tax cut. I mean, this is pretty easy to figure out why it polled so low in December and is polling so high along with the Republicans now. And the people who got a tax increase, upper-middle upper class and upper-class people, got a tax increase. You were lied to by, you can't blame Democratic leaders for lying. That's their job. I can. But, but you were li- lying, you were lied to by the media who was hitting you with that. Instead of getting tax experts on who said, no, this is mostly a tax cut for most people, which it was, as Paul Ryan told us on this very show. Remember, at the, at the point that we had him on, I thought, wow, that's a pretty bold statement given everything that's out there. Turns out he was absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Everything that was out there was crap. Right. Right. On how this was a tax hike for everybody. Well, now that people have seen actual bigger checks and the fact that their businesses are offering bonuses and all this and that because it's been good for them, well, there's been a huge swing in the polls, and now Republicans are looking pretty good to hang on to the House and certainly the Senate, which was never that much in doubt anyway. Today, the politics of the tax issue are very different. The attacks on the bill have relented, and now that has passed in a steady stream of good economic news, including announcements of bonuses and raises that some corporations are attributing to the tax cut has caused the shift in people's view of the tax cut. Now, any prediction... You were lied to by the media on that oh, yeah. one. Oh, yeah. So badly. Yeah. And or uh, a more passive form of lying, uh, touting the quotes of Nancy Pelosi, airing them, leading with them, teasing with them, making the big part of the opening segment of your news, and not saying, according to virtually every independent expert, indeed, 80% of people will... Uh, be getting a tax uh, cut and pointing out that what she was saying was ridiculous political hyperbole. Uh, There was very, very little of that quote-unquote fact-checking, which has seen its day come and go, by the way, because half the fact-checkers now are partisan hacks. Um, So, yeah, 
Yeah. And and I would point out, of course, always with the caveat, who knows what's going to happen? Meteor hits Manhattan and, you know, whatever. But a lot of things that are happening economically will have somewhat delayed effects that will increase what you're talking about. There will be more and more upward pressure on wages because unemployment is so low. The number of people in McJobs who will soon have, you know, more significant jobs benefits will continue to rise. And the pressures on economic factors in a good way will continue, barring again, alien invasion, tsunami, etc. A couple of quick texts for you. Hang down your head, Tom Brady. Got that? Nice. You're a fan of old timey music. Well played. Um, my dad died when I was four. I was never offended by daddy-daughter dances. I was sad, for sure, but it was part of my reality. So I, she was triggered. And I never expected anyone to make me feel better or adapt for me. Triggered to feel an emotion. That is what we must stamp out in the progressive utopia to come. Yes, Sean? I find the whole notion that something being uncomfortable is a reason enough to do it like life is uncomfortable and filled with triggering things the, the earlier day. you learn to cope with those things the better right. adjusted you will be when you become an adult my rights do not end where your feelings begin well and at, at what point even if it it is even if it would be quite upsetting if it's quite upsetting for two percent of the population do you do away with something for 98 percent of the population absolutely not Signed, guy who's been regularly disappointed, left out, whatever, throughout life, like friggin' everyone. God dang it, what's the matter with you people? And one text on these uh, polls that just came out, the Mueller results will be out. If they come out before the election, none of this stuff is going to matter. That's the only thing that's going to matter. Certainly could be. Well, it could be. Unless it's a fairly innocuous finding of, you know ungentlemanly behavior and mild attempts at obstructing justice that are hard to understand why they even happen. But not illegal. Right, right. Here's your headline. U.S. hunter knocked unconscious by Canada Goose. So what's that, a tie? Um, We'll analyze it, plus the geopolitical uh, significance of it. An attack on an American by a Canadian Goose. Isn't this Philadelphia song about AIDS? That references Philadelphia. As opposed to winning the uh, Super Bowl. It's a, it's a bit of a downer. Ow. Yes, they all can't be winners. <laughs> Michael, good point. Good point. Were you triggered by this song, Jack? Uh-huh. <laughs> I still want to hit you with those texts between the FBI lovers, because there's a couple of funny ones that came out on Friday. Gimme. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. black and whispering is a ring. The Voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some revelers in Philadelphia, which I have more on that in just a second. The police chief has uh, reported no fatalities. Well, I would hope not. Jeez, like that's a win. Hey, nobody died. Wow. 
Good. Being happy their football team won. Did you ever learn any team fight songs? Did you ever know any? I don't think so. I did. Well, I knew all of them. Let the mighty eagles That's a good one right there. Yeah, I knew all the Chicago teams growing up. I don't know why. Everybody's fight song sounds stupid if you're not rooting for that team. So during the halftime show, Justin Timberlake, he goes up into the crowd, and then he stopped by one particular young boy who looked like he was going to soil himself, as as you would. Very charming. Yeah, and Very now, nice. And now the kid's up on the Today Show, because they got to talk to the new celebrity. Now he's famous. Now he's, he's famous. a Patriots but... fan. Boo! Loser! <laughs> Loser, little boy! You'll amount to nothing! If you were at the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden Justin Timberlake's standing next to you singing, and all the big jumbotrons up there in your face on right. you, yeah, you would, you'd plot. You might release. Yeah. Release your, uh, you know, various, I uh, you know. <laughs> I haven't looked this over, Sean. A quick rundown of things heard on Philadelphia police scanners after the Eagles' Super Bowl win. Now, there was a ton of this hashtag going around on Twitter last night, and it was really hard for me to tell, like, is this actually happening or people kind of submitting their own Onion-style headlines? Nah. (laughs) Like, there was one where the the quote from the police scanner was, they have secured a tactical police horse and are heading eastbound, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I find that one very believable. Yeah. I find the one about fans breaking into the zoo riding around ostriches to be less believable. So I tried oh, to find that's it. good though. I, that's good. I'm <laughs> here at the zoo and there are fans riding ostriches. <laughs> Somebody get here quick. I don't know if they thought they were eagles or what, but uh, but I tried that's to funny. find you uh, at least the most reputable collection of these as I could. No fatalities, as it says. At least one car, a Prius, it says, was overturned as well. So that only took like two people. Yeah, and they're probably chicks. Um, the police scanner was teeming with traffic in the hours after the Super Bowl was over. Here's a sample compiled, blah, blah, blah. Do you an estimate who were injured at the Ritz-Carlton from the jumping, falling off the awning? Okay, so people were crawling up on the awning at the Ritz-Carlton. Oh, that was one of the scarier videos I saw. I thought for, uh, whew, that was scary. Were they just jumping? It was, yes. It was bunches of people, probably close to a dozen, maybe more people on top of just one of those kind of sidewalk yeah, awnings crazy. in front of a, oh a hotel. God. And then the whole thing just gave out. <laughs> the hotel will be renamed the Darwin Hotel. There were some fans uh, scaling the gates of City Hall yes, yes. who seemed to be passing a keg upwards so they could get the keg to the other side <laughs> of the gate so nice. that they could continue the party. So that's oh, what was going on on the gates. I'm looking yes. at the picture. Okay, yeah, they're getting the keg of beer over the gates of City Hall so nice. they can do their partying in City Hall. Nice. Wow. Wow. Sometimes people are my favorite. <laughs> We need a unit at Broad and Arch, said the police scanner at one point. A man jumped off a light pole and landed on his head. Oh, oh. boy. You know, I'm reminded of Maya Angelou's uh, great quote that she said to Oprah Winfrey. Uh, when someone tries to tell you what kind of person they are, believe them the first time. I would suggest when someone tries to strengthen the herd by thinning themselves out of it, let them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Somebody just threw a light pole through the AC Moore store window. Whatever oh. that is. They're breaking light posts off. It's going to fall to the ground, somebody said on the police scanner, which would be a good way to get bonked on the head pretty bad, too. I heard they they smashed up and uh, looted some Wawa's. Some what? Wawa, the uh, legendary convenience store slash uh, sandwich store Mm. there in Pennsylvania. People chanting everything free today. Yeah, everything free today and looting. Um, what was my... uh... 
My favorite story that came out over the weekend is discovering all these Mayan, uh, this Mayan civilization down in Guatemala. The Mayans are losers. Their civilization is gone. They're losers. So with this new laser technology that they have, they, they look from above and they can see through the foliage to what structures might be under there. And they discovered they didn't know this before. We knew about the Mayan civilization. We had an estimate of how big it was and everything like that. They discovered 60,000 structures. Wow. 60,000 Mayan structures that they didn't know were there before. Roads, palaces, stores, just... And and so it's a much bigger... There was a Wawa. There was a Wawa. Right. Turns out the Mayan civilization rivals Greek civilization, a lot of Chinese civilization, a lot of the big things that were going on around the world at the time was was happening around here, too. It wasn't just a small group of civilized people. What's yours is Mayan. That's what I say. Pretty interesting. Um... That was my favorite story of the weekend. But this happened on Friday. So Friday, for some reason, I don't know how this got dumped on Friday. The Strzok uh, page texts came out. Those are the two FBI agents that were in love with each other. And more of their texts came out. Do I have time for this? I think I do. They were investigating each other's privates. And a couple of the things that I thought were very entertaining. Um, he texts her, I just got to Starbucks already dealing with issues. This is the day Hillary Clinton was going to testify, trying to deal with her five attorneys who all want to drive into FBI headquarters separately because of fears of the media. So probably wisely, Ah. Hillary Clinton had her lawyers show up separately so you don't have a team of lawyers making you look very guilty roll into the building. Well, people might assume that you need a team of lawyers to keep you from being, I don't know, prosecuted for stuff. So on the day that the story broke that McCabe's wife got a half a million dollars from Clinton folks, that story came out in the Wall Street Journal, his girlfriend texts him uh, a link to that story and says, don't tell anybody. And he texts back in all caps, it's on the internet! (laughs) Which she texts back in all caps, which you only know about because I told you it was there. Oh, that's a very, very, very... Chick thing to say. And I wonder how close to the end of no this... No offense, ladies. No offense. I wonder how close to the end this was, because then they're texting back and forth. She's saying... She, she sent him a link to a news article, a Washington Post article, and said, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then they argue back and forth, and then, then a few days later, she texts at one point, please don't ever text me again. And that apparently oh, was the end wow. of the relationship. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of archaeology... Wait a minute, we have the moment of uh, the end. Yeah, it just went cold at that point. I don't know what happened there. So sorry. Don't tell anybody, but he he's his wife got a bunch of money from Clinton people. It's on the internet! <laughs> I'm thinking that was close to the end. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the Republican head of the Intel Committee says the GOP memo on the Russia investigation is just phase one of his much broader plan. And Budweiser's bold idea to reward the city of Philly for its Super Bowl win. What could possibly go wrong with this one? Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to seeing the video. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Justin Timberlake did on that little stage with the microphone stand. I could practice that for a month and I'd never be able to pull that off, especially in front of a crowd. I'd end up laying on the ground, my <laughs> leg all twisted up underneath that thing. Ow! A couple Ow! of teeth on the ground. 
That was pretty cool. Ah, he's a charming lad. I was just reading some more about the Prince controversy. A lot of people really fired up. Oh, my God. I I saw a little CNN while I was in the lunchroom getting some coffee. And they're talking in completely serious tones. Completely serious tones. Like it's it's the tax legislation about Justin Timberlake's Prince song during the halftime show. Wow. Hashtag dying empire. Wow. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump is showering the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee with praise this morning, tweeting, Representative Devin Nunes, a man of tremendous courage and grit, may someday be recognized as a great American hero for what he has exposed and what he has had to endure. That coming minutes after Nunes says he's now looking into other areas after the release of the GOP-FBI memo and the Russian investigation. California Republican telling Fox News this morning the memo was only phase one of a broader effort, adding he's now looking at irregularities at the State Department. Yeah, well, I think that's something you got to say after it was built up by a lot of people to be, whoa, wait till this comes out. This is going to be, we are going to have arrests will be made. I mean, this is going to be something. And that, you know, didn't quite have that impact. No, it wasn't nothing. It remains to be seen how much Mm -hmm. impact there will be. Mm -hmm. Nunes went on to deny that he worked with the White House in drafting that FBI memo, a charge made by Democrat Adam Schiff, his counterpart in the committee. Nunes says Schiff is just spreading a false narrative. I think so, it's really interesting that the whole thing may have begun with Papadopoulos getting drunk and shooting off his mouth. Yeah. yeah. That could be the start of the whole thing. Way to go, none of Papa this, dip ass. None of this may have happened if he'd have just gone back to his hotel room instead of getting so hammered at the hotel bar and telling somebody that. Oh, we got so much stuff on Hillary. We're working with the Russians on this. Oh, nice Wait till you see it. Yeah, start free-forming it at the bar. That always works out well. Two senators from both sides of the aisles are proposing an immigration bill that does not include funding for a border wall. The Wall Street Journal is saying Republican John McCain and Democrat Chris Coons are going to be introducing a law today that would give DACA recipients a path to citizenship. A bipartisan immigration bill is also kind of calling for a study a study that would find out what border security measures are needed. They're trying to get the uh, ball rolling on this because, as you know, the government runs out of money on Thursday night. Oh, God. God. Will there be a government shutdown? (laughs) Even your D-leading political pundits believe that Trump has boxed in the Democrats on this whole immigration thing by offering more than they were asking for on the DACA stuff, Mm -hmm. but wanting the other stuff also. So where do you go? That polls very well. All of it polls incredibly well. Right. Well, and I maintain, and I'm not the only person to maintain that. I think any serious study of the Democrats' speeches versus actions on this topic will show you that they want the issue. They want it out there. They need to paint the Republicans as cruel to these poor, nice brown people who are just trying to work harder or dragged into the country as their as children. They desperately need that talking point. And what Trump has done is said, all right, yeah, we'll legalize all of them. No problem. And now now how do you have the issue? I don't know. I saw the USA Today yeah. political girl on... Uh, well, she's a woman. Why'd I call her a girl? Wow, uh, really demeaning. Hashtag me too. <laughs> saw the USA Today <laughs> political woman. Uh, on one of the talk shows, yeah. say she doesn't think a deal will get done because both sides, deep down, want the issue more than they want to solve anything. Trump might be willing to solve it, but he's not—he's not the congressman out there that wants to run on this for the next, right. You know, eight cycles mm-hmm. and claim that the other people are causing this to happen. Yeah, you know, I was going to mention this in another context the other day. There are practically three 
parties in Washington right now holding power. The Republicans, the Democrats, and Trump. Because you never know what he's going to do. Wells Fargo shares are taking a huge hit on Wall Street. Good. Bank shares are tanking because at least five Wall Street investment banks downgraded it following some harsh enforcement by the Federal Reserve. On Friday, the Fed reported it was restricting Wells Fargo's size due to reported widespread consumer abuses. Well, they're a full-on criminal criminal enterprise. There's no doubt about it. Allegedly. Well, my friends, if you're looking to Amazon for something exotic, uh, take heart. They are now offering live lobsters for sale on their site. Yes. But it could take nearly a week before the crustaceans actually reach customers. The online mega retailer... How live will it be by the time it gets to me? If it takes a week. The online mega retailer... room temperature and dead as a hammer. (laughs) Durr. The retailer has partnered with a London-based third-party fine food seller to deliver the Canadian caught shellfish. Americans can order the uh, New England lobsters for about $162 plus shipping. Whoa! Yes. Brings to mind the classic scene from The Simpsons a number of years ago in which Homer Simpson was simultaneously mourning the death of and eating the flesh of his pet lobster, Pinchy. Ah, good time. He was conflicted. (laughs) Oh, Pinchy, I miss you. Oh, you're so good. (laughs) Bud Light is now detailing how Philadelphia is going to be able to cash in on its promise of free beer for the city now that the Eagles have won the Super Bowl. They're making good on a summertime deal with the Eagles' offensive tackle, Lane Johnson. The company has tweeted that 25 bars along the parade route will be offering free Bud Light to all their patrons. The Eagles, of course, beat the New England uh, Patriots 41-33 to on Sunday night. As Rocky said, besides my kids being born, this is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. No, I got to go down the third street because I hear there's a guy eating horse crap down there. I want to see that. <laughs> there is. Have we posted the video at armstrongandgettyradio.com? Oh, Not oh, yeah. safe Just for for, uh, for our fellow journalists who need to see it. It's there, yeah. It is an Eagles fan on his hands and knees. Mm, being encouraged to and indeed acquiescing to the wishes of the crowd. Because the crowd is chanting, eat it, eat it. He gets down on his hands and knees with what, something a horse left behind. Him. Oh, oh, boy. And he t- he's a sick enough. Because he cares about his football team. Right? He's happy that he's they a, won. He's a real <laughs> fan. Why are you having trouble doing the math on that? His team won. So? There's some horse crap. Right? So he eats it with natural cheering to show how happy he is. Right, and to earn their approval. Oh, my God. Not uh, good. I don't know how many energy drinks you have to drink to kill you, but this number apparently will do it. We'll have that man coming up for you. Plus, the... Chilling story of the hunter knocked unconscious by a goose his buddy had just shot. <laughs> it's not a win for the goose, but... You're being lied to by the media about the Dow drop on Friday. Probably ought to just touch on that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West.
a super big deal during the Super Bowl yesterday? No, your Star Wars freaks really loved the Solo trailer. Is that a big deal? Oh, yeah, Young Solo coming out. Not just Young Solo, but Young Lando also in that uh, in that movie as well. Young Chewie, he also ages similarly. Okay. His fur is so lustrous and shiny in his younger years. Yeah. I thought the Jurassic Park uh, thing looked pretty cool. Uh, yeah. The giant dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because really the, the special effects are getting so good. The Rock saving his children from being hurled from high-rises looked just explodo dumbo horrific. I had but. to skip a lot of stuff because I was watching with a six-year-old and a seven-year-old, and mm-hmm. some of it's a little scarier. I didn't know where it was going, so I would just cut ahead. Um, Maybe we'll get to this later. Can Do plants have consciousness, and do we need to start look at the way looking at the way we treat them? Sorry about this, he says as he eats a salad. There's a new study out on that. Mm. From Gwyneth Paltrow? No, taking it completely seriously. Mm. Based on some new science on that. Um, uh, this happens anytime. I contend there's no stupider reporting in America than financial reporting. So dumb. So dumb on so many levels. D- yeah, it depends which reporting you're talking about, but... A lot of it is. What you hear every single day. It's almost all stupid. The Dow is up three points at this hour. That is for nobody. Right. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll throw in a why based on this or that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is nobody taking that information in who matters. So what is that for? But uh, on Friday, the Dow dropped 600 points. And you regularly heard over the weekend, if you're taking this news, it was the biggest drop in however many years, because they were going by points and not a percentage, and it just just doesn't mean that much. Right? It's like not adjusting for inflation. It's just it's a meaningless statistic. They they hit you regularly with meaningless statistics when they talk about the economy, and or like the drops in the Dow. They they had to happen. Sure, everybody knew it was going to happen. It was no longer about valuations of companies. It became in, uh, so almost entirely speculation. And all the speculators started to get nervous. My God, I'm cashing out now. I'm cashing out now. And so, you know, trillions of dollars was cashed out. It was it had to come. Everybody knew it was coming. So nothing. Yeah. So yep. that's that. Pretty much. You, what You see this guy was out with his buddy hunting the Canada geese there. And he shoots the one that falls out of the sky and hits his buddy in the head and knocks him unconscious. <laughs> so now he's in the hospital. So... You know, I initially called it a tie. The goose is dead. The guy is still alive. Hmm. So, you know, it was a it was a loss by the goose, but he put up a game effort. Um, on the other hand, will we let these goose geese from Canada attack our hunters in our homeland? Because this occurred in Maryland, USA. Never turn your back on a Canadian. Oh, speaking of finance, as we were, were a moment ago. Another crazy news week. Plus, nobody cares. So you might have missed the announcement from the Treasury Department. The federal government is going to borrow nearly a trillion dollars this fiscal year. Wow. Under the brave uh, Republican administration. Now, I got to tell you, it's kind of charming to suddenly see Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Washington Post, New York Times, suddenly are deficit hawks. That is so cute. But I'm glad somebody's paying attention, finally. U.S. Treasury is going to borrow about $955 billion this year. It's the highest amount in six years. It's a pretty big jump from last year. Uh, Of course, uh, Barack Obama famously doubled the national debt. 
The entire preceding history of the United States debt was doubled inside of eight years. And the Tangerine Tornado there to drain the swamp is uh, he and his peeps are going to add about a trillion dollars to it. Most, are you sure this is true? Because I watched the State of the Union address and nothing came up about this. Nothing about the budget whatsoever. In fact, nothing about the debt? Yeah, surprising, isn't it? It's as if we're not a serious people and we've completely lost any sense of our responsibility to reign in the government. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the fiscal outlook is a little darker for this year because of reduced tax revenues because of the tax cut. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea being that the economy will superheat up. And all of a sudden, revenues will go through the roof, and we'll be fine. We'll pay that off with uh, all the additional revenues. It's like a business, borrowing money to expand. That is the idea. But meanwhile, that $23 trillion to our debt uh, is added on. Got it, the yeah. all-time lead, by the way, in '09, right after the super crisis, where uh, the Barack Obama administration borrowed $1.8 trillion in a single year. Yeah. Well, you had TARP, and you either think that was a good idea or not. Um, uh, here's a guy who wants to ban energy drinks because he almost died from them. And he's not a young person. He looks to be in his 50s. He drank 25 energy drinks while at karaoke one night. Started feeling bad at home. Wow. Turned out his brain was bleeding. What's the fast song you got? I'm going to sing a really fast song. (laughs) Now I've had the time of my life. (laughs) Wind beneath my wings. Wind beneath my wings. Uh, He drank 25 Monster and Red Bull drinks. And then his brain started to bleed. And now he wants energy drinks banned. No, see, the rest of us aren't nearly as effing stupid as you, you stupid, stupid, stupid head. 50-year-old father of three. The rest (laughs) of us can handle our liberty and not nearly kill ourselves. What are you doing at karaoke night as a 50-year-old father of three? Yeah, come on. You're drinking energy drinks? You're supposed to be drunk, idiot. (laughs) Not wired. (laughs) Ah, karaoke. When was the last time for you? Oh, geez, I don't know. Yeah, it was a long damn time ago. Um, and I'm not anti-karaoke, but how about oh, you, Sean? Uh, it was like three weeks ago at a friend's house. He's got a little karaoke yeah, sure. set up. Uh, oh, at, in a private home? Yeah. Wow. I'm not anti-karaoke on. at all. I've had some good times, with, but uh, sure, why not? If you want to hear the best rendition of the Humpty Dance you've ever heard, come find me at a karaoke <laughs> wow. bar. Will do. I used to get chow from a Chinese place that had a bar on the other side. That had karaoke night one night a week. And man, I'd always suggest we get Chinese that night because I'd intentionally show up earlier and go dig the tunes. It was so great. <laughs> you didn't sing, you just listened? Yeah. Yeah, it was Sorry, a bunch of Asian the... people getting together and, and, and kicking out the jams. Was Are hilarious. you saying the last time I sang or watched? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, gosh, I sang, I guess. Twenty uh, some years? Yeah. At least. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> yeah, the public is missing out. Oh, speaking of drinking in public, uh, a pleasant uh, meeting, positive dad. At oh. the basketball game the other day, yeah, yes, yes, nice. at, a, at an NBA game, we were we actually ended up in the same section, which was fortuitous. That's hilarious. I texted him, "What section are you in?" And he texts back, "The section I'm in." I'm like, "Dude!" And we turn around, and we're looking at her. Ah, gave the point. <laughs> and, and really, a uh, special note to Joe's way to get my attention just before before halftime to make sure that we all uh, met up. His simple text was two words: "F you." <laughs> and I looked up and I was like, okay, all right, it's on. I can't remember why I texted that. It seemed to <laughs> like a good idea at the, the time. time. There yeah. you go. Hey, yeah. have you ever attended a Super Bowl? Anybody here ever attended no. a Super no. Bowl? No, I was promised tickets once, but it I, didn't work out. I remember that story. Yeah, I did um, too. Uh, I was just thinking as I was watching the the, the game and the, the commercial breaks and the length of them, and Ugh. then 
And then they lost, because my kids were really wanting to see Justin Timberlake. They didn't really care that much about breaking down the first half. But so Dan Patrick and his friends had to talk about that. For I was just thinking, God, if you're there in the stands, what yeah. are you doing yeah. during all this time? Well, and I'd like to hear more players talk about you're giving it your all. Then the first half ends. And then like 45 minutes later, you straggle back out onto the field. Your sweat is gone. Your muscles have stiffened up. I guess they got to go like through the full warm up again and try to recapture their mental Intensity. I would think just in the midst of drives when they take a four or five minute commercial break. Yeah. How do you yeah. keep your mind from wandering and your legs stiffen up and all that sort of stuff? Well, they're pro athletes. That's what they do. But... It's good to be good to be young. For oh one thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Tom Brady ain't young. He's forty. And uh, I don't know. He says he's coming back next year. He was league MVP. I mean, how do you how do you not come back? Come on. Yeah. But man, he went out for that pass. He just looked super slow and stiff to me. Man. Joe Montana makes that catch. You think? Uh, uh, no, but that's what I was putting out at the party just to start the <laughs> gotcha. Montana versus Brady all-time. Gotcha. Who's better? <laughs> YA Tino would have hauled in that ball and blocked for himself. That's awesome. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.